Happy Friday to you. 422 is the time. September 24th is the date. And you are tuned in to NL Newsday. It seems, at least to me, that there has been a recent increase in bear sightings around Kamloops. It wasn't all that long ago we were being warned about sightings around Kamloops City Hall. Just last week, we had the closure of the Rivers Trail between Riverside Park and Pioneer Park as a result of a bear sighting. And yesterday, I got an email myself from my Strata Corporation saying there was a sighting in my complex up in Upper Sahali. I was like, what are bears doing up here? So with that in mind, I decided to give a call to Mackenzie Irwin. She is the Community Coordinator for Wild Save BC and Kamloops to see if my suspicions that bear activity is more active than normal right now, if those suspicions were indeed true. Here's my conversation with Mackenzie Irwin. So there's definitely been an increase in bear sightings around town. Typically late August, September, early October, um, we have a peak in black bear conflicts and occurrences in town. Um, One main reason for this is that bears are preparing for winter denning. Uh, So it's a period called hyperphagia, and it means extreme eating. So bears are trying to pack on as much weight as possible um, so that they can have appropriate fat reserves to get through the winter. So during this time, they tend to be more active coming into town um, and looking for food. But also, it was quite a dry spring, and it got hot really early in the season, which kind of dried up all the berry crops. So Mm -hmm. this year, um, it seems there's not as many berries out in the forest. So that could be drawing bears in as well. Okay, so obviously they're in, in search of a food source here as they get set for hibernating here this winter. You mentioned the, the heat and the dryness that we experienced this summer. I guess could fires have contributed to some of that food source being lost as well? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, the fires definitely displace a lot of wildlife and temporarily take away a lot of their food source out in the in the forest. So that could definitely be driving them in town as well. Okay, so when we're sitting here, it's September the 24th. Uh, I guess, how long does that sort of period where bears are starting to bulk up for the winter, I mean, how long does that last? I mean, you said we're kind of seeing a little bit of an increase in bear sightings here right now compared to normal. Is there any, like, timeline for when we might just start start to see things dwindle a little bit here? Yeah, typically bears are going to be super active, eating as much as they can until they go into their den, and that usually happens in November. Um, but it can kind of depend on the weather um, and the amount of food that's available. In some areas, bears will hibernate or den. Um, technically, they're not hibernating as far as I'm concerned. But um, okay. I'll rephrase that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes they um, they'll go into den for a shorter period if there's a lot of food available and if the weather permits it. Okay. Uh, so we got about, I guess, a little bit more than a month here before they do start to den. And that's when the, the possibility of bear encounters, I guess, does remain possible. Uh, so with that in mind, you know, hopefully people aren't coming into contact with bears and seeing them when they're out for, you know, a walk around the city. But people, you know, are out late at night sometimes and that might happen. So what should people keep in mind if they were to be out doing their thing and a bear all of a sudden comes across their path? Um, Yeah, it's definitely something that can happen. Just the other night, uh, I was doing a garbage tagging program with Wild Safe BC, and I caught a bear accessing somebody's garbage. Um, So that's definitely the number one attraction we have in town. So it is likely that we will have encounters, especially because everybody's apples are ripe right now, um, and they like to use paths the way we do as well. Um, So the number one thing you can do is stay calm. If you do encounter a bear, 
give it lots of space. A lot of the time, the bear's just walking down a path. If we get out of its way, um, it might just keep going. Uh, if a bear doesn't see you, just turn and quietly leave the area. Give it lots of space. And then if the bear does see you, um, every bear encounter is completely different. Every bear is different. So it really depends on the situation. Uh, but overall, if you see a bear, you can just kind of speak to it low and calm, identifying yourself as human and that you're not a threat. Um, so a lot of the bear encounters we might have in town could trigger a defensive response from a bear. That often happens when we surprise a bear. So the main thing you want to do is make a lot of noise when you are out um, walking trails, make as much noise as possible so you can avoid a surprise encounter because that could trigger mm -hmm. a defensive response from the bear. Um, there are a few sows active around town with cubs. Um, so with that in mind, you're likely to, if you encounter a mother bear, a lot of the time they can act defensively. And in that situation, you want to let them know that you're not a threat. Um, so quietly leave the area. Um, and then if, if a bear does bluff charge you, it does, it does happen sometimes in de defensive responses, but just hold your ground is something that you can do. Uh, if you are going to be around some of the trail systems on the outskirts of town, I de definitely recommend carrying bear spray with you. Okay. Are there any don'ts like, uh, you know, uh, my probably first instinct would be like to turn and run the opposite direction. I don't know if that's a bad thing or is there any like specific don'ts that people should not do if they find themselves in that situation? Obviously, hopefully you make a lot of noise and you don't see a bear, but if, if you do have one of those surprise encounters, what, what, uh, what's the best piece of advice? Definitely don't run. Um, that goes for any wildlife that you may encounter. We have cougars active um, around town and coyotes. Um, and it goes, the, it goes the same for a cougar, coyote, bear. Don't run. It could um, encourage them to chase you okay. and instigate an attack. So not running is the number one thing. Um, and if it does see you, don't yell or scream. Like you don't want to startle the bear. Mm. Um, just talk to it calmly in a low voice. Okay. All right, that's definitely some, some good advice that I needed here today, so I appreciate that yeah. for sure. All right, well, hopefully, again, like I said a couple of times, people don't run into bears here over the next month and a bit, but it's definitely a possibility, so I appreciate uh, you taking some time to provide a few tips in case that does indeed occur. Just curious, while I have you, because there was this interesting story that came out this week about uh, a bear, a grizzly bear taking on a uh, mountain goat out at Yoho Park, uh, I don't think I've ever heard of a story like this where, you know, it look, sounds to me like a, a bear was looking at this mountain goat, thought it might be a good source of food, and then all of a sudden the goat went into defense mode and somehow killed this grizzly bear. I mean, if you, if you were to pick in a fight between a mountain goat and a grizzly bear, who would you typically think would win that fight? I mean, I think my money would always be on the grizzly bear. I think this is something that's definitely not very common. Um, but the... Mountain goats have very, very sharp um, horns, so it's not that big of a surprise that if they get them in the right spot, and based on what I understand, the bear did get a puncture, had a puncture wound in its neck and its armpit, the really sensitive areas. So, um, and then in habitat for mountain goats, they kind of have the upper hand. So grizzly bears, they do really, really well in the landscape, but a mountain goat um, tend to be in really steep areas. Mm -hmm. So think they would have a little bit of an advantage over a grizzly bear in that scenario um yeah and it was a bit of a smaller bear mm -hmm. i think maybe if it would have been 
a large male, that it would have turned out a little differently. Okay, well, I'll keep that in mind. I'll uh, do my research. If I ever do get into like a, a bear versus mountain goat betting ring, I will remember to check the weight and all the other stats that go along with it before deciding who to pick. <laughs> all yeah, right. sounds good. Mackenzie, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate this. And uh, hopefully we don't see any bear encounters, but if we do, people might be more equipped now to deal with it. So I appreciate your time. Yeah, and if anybody needs any more information, they can go to the Wild Safe BC website. Uh, we have a video on how to use bear spray, uh, tips on managing attractants and staying safe. All right, there you go. So tips and tricks for dealing with bears from Mackenzie Irwin. She's the community coordinator for Wild Safe BC here in Kamloops. So there has been an increase in bear sightings overall in and around the municipality. Uh, but uh, stay calm. Don't run away. Make some noise to keep it away from you as much as possible. And uh, probably never a terrible idea to have bear spray on you. But maybe check out Wild Safe BC's website to make sure you're actually using it correctly. And also, very important, if you ever do find yourself in a situation where someone says, it's a mountain goat and we got a grizzly bear and you got to pick one who's going to fight to the death, you're probably better off putting your money on the grizzly bear. But if it weighs a little less, maybe the mountain goat has better odds.